Are you? I need you to sit down so I can record the episode of this this new segment, this new show. I was gonna introduce it, but now I don't. I. Just, this is your introduction. Now I'm just waiting. This is your introduction. Describe fear. Not really, though. Describe fear. Today I'm describe fear. I'm trying something a little different. We'll see how it works out. You know. I, in my hand here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Mm -mm. Just do it. Can you please do it? Get it away from the microphone. You're not supposed to be a bad baby for this. That wasn't part of the bit. See now, so you're you're gonna do like <laughs> you're gonna be the you're gonna make me be the I'm gonna be the I'm straight the man now. Yeah, it's not fun, is it? <laughs> I hold here in my hand though. We'll see how it goes for you. I hold here in my hand. <laughs> Heavy is the head that holds the crown of shit disturber. Isn't that um, a paperback? This is a first edition. Paperback. It is paperback, but it is still the first edition. It was not in hardback. This is a paperback book. Yeah. I hold in my hand my first edition copy of 1996's, the year 1996, mm -hmm. book, which I would like to read out loud in segments, mm -hmm. in, install in episodes, installments of episodes with you uh, listening to me, and I'm going to, uh, you know, kind of walk you through this book. Um, there are some uh, illustrations, some charts, and graphs, and pictures, and things. I think there's some even some color ones, which are pretty exciting. But um, I'll I'll show those to you as well and uh, describe them to you. Maybe we'll see how it goes. But I mean, I am going to, like, I'm going to take you on a journey with this book mm -hmm. from 1996, which I'm showing you. This sounds a lot like that Michael Ian Black podcast. No, yeah, it's the same, it's the same essential bit, except what the genius of his podcast, which I listened to the first episode, yeah, the first no season, shit you the first to season it. of, I, I didn't, yeah, it was for Jude the Obscure. I'm speaking, of course, to Mike, about Michael Ian Black's podcast obscure mm -hmm. where he le reads jube the obscure mm -hmm. and comments on it as he goes yeah yeah the main difference here is that i'm your host i'm not michael Ian black that's the only difference that's the no i didn't say only i said okay. main difference that's the, the big difference the main difference is that i'm not michael Ian black david <laughs> I'm not and, David, Michael Ian Black. I'm your host. And I'm your host. Exactly. Michael Ian Black. So. No, I'm your host. And unlike in Obscure, where he's reading um, this classic, what's considered a classic piece of literature, this may be, I'm not sure, but as far as like. You know, like, it's a very old book that he's reading. It's like what's considered a classic, mm -hmm. obs uh, obscure, or Jude the Obscure with Thomas Hardy, you know. Mm -hmm. This is from 1996, so it's 
I don't think can be considered a classic of literature at this point. I feel like that doesn't really. I don't know. I don't know in not the sure book who decides, world what determines a classic. I'm not sure exactly who decides that yet, but I yeah. don't think it's this uh, from this era yet. Uh, this is Third Rock from the Sun, mm-hmm. the official report on Earth by High Commander Dick Solomon. Mm. And uh, like the show, right? And uh, we're going to, that seems like a good time to take a little break. And here's something from our sponsors. See, because sometimes on Obscure, like, he'll, like, throw to a commercial. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that there isn't always a commercial. So it's kind of like he just wanted to take a break mm-hmm. from recording for a second or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like it. Okay. Anyway, or the thing is, though, also, like, or later on, during editing, you can throw whatever the fuck you want in there, too. It really yeah. just leaves it open. Yeah. The Rock from the Sun, the official report on Earth by High Commander Dick Solomon. Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. A Casey Werner production. Subject. See here. The official mm-hmm. report on Earth. Name. High Commander Dick Solomon, who is mm-hmm. the author of this. You ready? Mm-hmm. To the big giant head. From High Commander, a.k.a. Professor Dick Solomon, regarding planet Earth. We have been here on Earth for nearly what the humans call a year. You have requested a report on the third rock from the sun. I do not feel we have compiled enough information. However, since your word is supreme law, we are forwarding our report to be used by those who would follow us to study this obscure planet located in an outpost of the galaxy the humans have affectionately nicknamed <clears throat> the Milky Way, after a popular candy bar. I hope you will find it helpful. I wish someone had done it for us. This place is not exactly what we expected. Uh, I don't know if you know. I'm not trying to do a Dick Solomon impression. That's good. If you've noticed when reading it, I just I'm just reading it. But I mean, this is. Clary said I already let you know that that's who it's. Keep reading. As you remember, it wasn't long ago that we first began to hear the radio waves that were emitting from this small blue dot. Much of the information we received was inaccurate. For example, the oft-repeated command, To the moon, Alice, had nothing to do with space travel. Mm. (laughs) Uh, uh, Reminds me kind of something I was reading earlier in a different book about uh, dragons and thrones. Mm -hmm. uh, About uh, a a width of a cane and a rule of thumb sort of of thing. To the moon, Alice, has nothing to do with... I didn't say show, did I? I said book. 
But they also talked about that in Boondock Saints. That's nice. I'm currently reading, uh, whatever, Fire and Blood. I don't know. Mm. So I don't really know. But I thought you were reading this. I'm reading this out loud, but in my spare time, oh my God. They have been to the moon, but there was no one named Alice involved. (laughs) In fact, as it turns out, no women were allowed to go to the moon at all. Wow. Sally, our second-in-command, is understandably upset since she agreed to be the woman on this mission based on the Alice directives. Mm-hmm. Other things you should know. yab dab do is not a code for anything. The man who said I am not a crook was. But we were right on one thing. Madonna is a slut. Interesting to put that in print. 1996. We are at times confused. Maybe it... I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. I I think people are okay with slut, right? We're, just, we're like, taking it back, right? I'm not going to get into that. No, we I are just at mean, times, like, she seems like the type of person who might be litigious with, like, something like that in print in a book that people make money off of. Sure, but this is clearly, like, a humorous thing written by an mm. alien. So I'm not really sure what you're talking about. This is written by High Commander Dick Solomon. How long is this chapter? This is just the introduction page. Oh, Actually, okay. this is a preface. The introduction is the next page. Oh. Um, if you could but interrupt me. Uh, where was it? Madonna's a slut. We are at times confused, but we remain alert and patient. Other than Sally's frustration, we are all content with our mission. I am fine in my human body. I don't mind having to be the tall, dashing man of the unit. Information officer Tommy is glad to be an adolescent, and Harry, our receiver slash transmitter, is just glad to be anywhere. I'm just realizing that a main difference between this particular podcast that I'm trying to do and Michael Ian Black's Uh is that I'm not sure if the books he's reading out loud are in public domain or not. Mm. Anyway, right wow. here we do have a picture here of uh, my human form mm-hmm. from I'm speaking as the High Commander Dick Solomon. Yeah. Uh, quite style. handsome, I must say. As you say, yeah. this image here. It's a good chair. Sit in a, a nice chair with a, a globe. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's of, holding of a globe. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, wearing a kind of a, you know. Very button pleasant down. smile, button down, and tie. Yes. He's very professorial. Yes. Introduction. In March of 1994, in a restaurant in Los Angeles, California, I was abducted by aliens. They had taken the form of television producers and comedy writers. They called themselves the Carsey Warner Company. No, Looking back on the event, I marvel at how easily I was taken in. The aliens had shrewdly arranged the meeting through my agent instructing him to inform me that my old friends, Bonnie and Terry, wanted to have breakfast with me. And that they wanted to meet me... How about we stop And they wanted to me to meet some new friends. Why? This isn't... This is, no, you're not in control of this. What do you have... Do you want me to stop? What do, you, do you have a question? No. Keep going. I thought you ran out of air. Introduction. In March of 1994, in a restaurant in Los Angeles, California, I was abducted by aliens. I'm not restarting this to get a new take on it. I'm just restarting it, so you have to listen to it again. 
Introduction. In March of 1994, in a restaurant in Los Angeles, California, I was abducted by aliens. Thirsty. Have you ever watched, have you ever watched The Rock from the Sun? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Introduction. In March of 1984, in a restaurant in Los Angeles, California, I was abducted by aliens. They had taken the form of television producers and comedy writers. They called themselves the Kersey Werner Company. Excuse me, earlier I said Warner, I believe. Looking back on the event, I marvel how easily I was taken in. The aliens had shrewdly arranged the meeting through my agent, instructing him to inform me that my old friends, Bonnie and Terry, wanted to have breakfast with me, and that they wanted me to meet some new friends, Tom, Marcy, and Karen. As I joined them at their table in the plush confines of the Four Seasons Hotel, they seemed harmless enough. Benign, chucklesome, intelligent, almost human. Having researched the typical profile of the earthling actor, they knew my vulnerability to the blandishments of writer-producers. So, they set about to use a subtle, insidious weapon on me. The television situation comedy pitch. Situation comedy. Sitcom. The very word has always sounded faintly cheesy to me. From my early days as an idealistic young actor, I left only one rule unbroken. Never do a sitcom. And as they launched into their pitch, my resolve was utterly intact. I smiled indulgently. I may even have imperceptibly shaken my head and rolled my eyes as I silently rehearsed the phrases I would begin to use to turn them down. It's about four aliens, Terry began. Yeah, right, I inwardly replied. What a fool I was. What a pathetically deluded fool. Did I catch no whiff of the paranormal? Spot no hint of the extraterrestrial? Did nothing about these people strike me as even a little, well, strange? How fiendishly clever of them to hide in plain sight. It was a sitcom about them. As the pitch continued, they deployed another weapon from their alien arsenal. They made me laugh. They told me about Sally, excuse me, Sally, not Sandy, obviously. They told me about Sally, the fearless warrior back home here, who who here on Earth had been forced to accept the role of the woman. They told me about Tommy, the world-weary elder back home, trapped in the earthly body of an adolescent boy percolating with hormones. They told me about Harry, the dull tool, a dimwit back home and a dimwit here too, whose role in the mission was that of a simple transmitter, a conduit to their other world. Best of all, they told me about Dick Solomon, the high commander. Imperious, impetuous, romantic, myopic, and innocent, Dick was a role for Jean Cleese, for Groucho, for Chaplin, for Benny, for me. The role of Dick was the Turner's most potent weapon of all. They unleashed it on me, and I was a goner. Abducted. That was over two years ago, and I have been in captivity ever since. Nor am I alone. Their spacecraft resembles a soundstage in Studio City, California, and is manned by a much larger crew of aliens who are built nearby in Writer's Building Number 2. Their diabolical scheme is to change the way the human race views itself, and alas, I have become their confederate. If you find this note, help me, please. Signed, John Lithgow. And then below that, there's actually this kind of handwritten note. Mm. It says, High Commander's Note. Uh, It says, I have no idea who this John Lithgow fellow is or what his story is doing here. Tommy, my information officer, says that Lithgow is an Earth actor who was in some helicopter movie. 
Well, la di da. Hmm. That's a nice note. Yeah. That's why you always leave a note. Subject one. Welcome to Earth. I, yeah. Kind of like a case file. Chapter. If you're going to, I think you should just read it on your own. So you're visiting Earth. There are several things you will need to know about this interesting and exciting planet. I don't want to do any more. Yeah, that seems like a good place to stop, I, I suppose, so. for this evening. Um, I, yeah, thank you for being the first guest on mm -hmm. whatever this will project will be Maybe. called. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. I, I. The idea was mainly just to have you on every episode, but maybe you'll be like different guests.